I remember years ago being at my grandparents' house, and on the table there was a chocolate cake. My grandfather looked over at me and he said, Go on, no one's looking. I said, What, really? He said, Go on, no one's looking. So I got up and I punched Grandma. <laughs> Recently, I've been attending meetings of Eavesdroppers Anonymous. Not that they know. <laughs> so here I am, Milton Jones, world-famous magician, escapologist and illusionist, with my manager, Anton. So prepare to be amazed and confounded as I produce from nowhere another case of Milton Jones. <laughs> So, this is the greatest stunt I've ever attempted. I'm about to go over the world's largest waterfall in a tiny barrel. Yes. Milton, was it strictly necessary for me, as your manager, to be in the barrel with you? Well, you said you wanted to keep an eye on the vat. <laughs> anyway, we're about to plunge over the falls to certain death. Or rather, that's what I want everyone to think. Ah, so you have got some sort of spectacular escape planned? Mm, that's what I want everyone to think. <laughs> so you haven't got an escape plan? Relax, Anton. I've had lots of emails saying my partner and I wouldn't be disappointed with Niagara. Milton, I think... <laughs> that's probably Viagra. And, and if you don't do something very soon, we're both going to drown in a barrel. Yes, with hindsight, I should probably have taken the beer out first. <laughs> We're really rather near the edge of the precipice. Milton, now really would be a good time to do some magic. Uh, Anton, is this the card you were thinking of? <laughs> it, it, it is, actually, but, but that's not helping. <laughs> OK. Ta -da. Keep going. How about these life jackets? Amazing. Where did they come from? False bottom. Right. I'm not going to ask any more questions. <laughs> Did you know one of my ancestors invented the very first life jacket? But then she was accused of being a witch, so they threw in a pond to see if she floated, then it all got a bit complicated. Oh, well, ah, I, I hope they work, as we're going over the edge! So why am I, the great Miltonzo, going over Niagara Falls in a barrel? Well, magic's in my family. I have two half-sisters, same parents, just a trick that went wrong. <laughs> my father inspired me to be persistent in magic. The first trick I ever did was to make the moon disappear. It took 12 hours, but I did it. <laughs> Back at Niagara Falls, the barrel smashed open in the plunge pool, and we struggled to the bank. Waiting to meet me was my assistant, the glamorous Hermione. Wow, Milton, that was a wonderful trick. Hermione, we were nearly killed. What happened to the special barrel with the secret escape hatch? Oh, I put you in the plain one and nailed it up. And, and how exactly was Milton meant to escape from that? Oh, he's a magician. He doesn't need gimmicks and fake props. Hermione, this has happened before. Remember the trick where I stabbed myself in the eye using the special collapsible dagger? Milton, I'm over here. Exactly. <laughs> now, Milton, I've been keeping this a surprise till after the trick was complete, but here's a special guest for you. Grandma. <laughs> no, this is Marlon Zane, the American illusionist. So, you're not American, then. 
I am a citizen of the globe. A maverick. A man who travels everywhere and yet is somehow always alone. Are you Richard Branson? <laughs> Milton, you've met Marlon before. At that amazing magician's ball we went to in Vegas. Oh, yes. It was held under one of three roofs and we had to guess which one. <laughs> Milton, your barrel illusion spoke to my soul. We need to converse. Let our spirits rise together and commune in the air. Oh, oh are you going to do that levitating thing? The human mind has the power for astral projection to lift the body out of its natural orbit. You've got a helicopter, haven't you? Affirmative. <laughs> We took his private helicopter back to his 55th-story penthouse. Wow. What a skyline. The Statue of Liberty, Staten Island, the Brooklyn Bridge. And you made them all disappear. That's because we're in Toronto. <laughs> ah. Milton, I feel you are a fellow creator of illusion and wonderment. The spirits have told me that your father was a lion tamer. No, a lionel tamer. Hello? Get back! If you teach me escapology, then I can teach you the all-powerful seductive power of hypnosis. Oh, I know all about hypnosis already. All that stuff like, I am feeling sleepy. <laughs> no, Milton, it's you are feeling sleepy. <laughs> Milton, we uh, Oh, yes, hypnosis. You can also make people respond to trigger words, can't you? For instance, every time you say abracadabra, someone falls asleep. Abracadabra? <laughs> What do you say, Milton? Shall we channel our life forces to amaze the world and make us millionaires? But I don't want you to do anything against your will. Yes, oh master. Milton, as someone who's been your agent for 20 years, I have to advise you against teaming up with this man. 20 years? That's an awesome period of time. How did you two meet? Well, I just looked up agents in central London, and to cut a long story short, we met at a gents in Piccadilly. <laughs> I helped him escape from a cubicle. Milton, you must decide. Anton or me? I know. I shall read your fortune. Of course. Consult the world beyond. No, no. I'm looking at your bank statements. <laughs> Very good. You're on. Our destinies are sealed. Then I have no choice but to leave. If you walk out that door, you'll regret it. Why? It's a window. Milton! We yeah. appear to have taken falling out with each other a little literally. Any tricks up your sleeve? Yes, I'm wearing my overcoat with the special pockets. If I can just release all the doves and hold on, we can float down. That's brilliant. Here goes. Ah. What is it? Hermione packed the rabbits by mistake. <laughs> nice girl, bless. Anything else? Is this your card? Keep going. <laughs> well, all I've got left is this massive white billowing tablecloth. We're saved! Yes, if I can just tear it into thin strips. We can use it for bandages when we land. And so Marlon and I began our partnership. He wanted to do great big impressive stunts. But first, I wanted to teach him some street magic. Okay, watch this. In this envelope is a ten-pound note. And now, it's in my wallet. Man, that's amazing. Where did you learn that? When I was a postman. <laughs> How about this? Can I have your watch, please? Thank you. Pop this valuable item into the envelope. Fold it once. Fold it twice. And look, the contents are completely ruined. I learned that as a postman as well. <laughs> that's so awesome. Now, can I have my watch back, please? Okay, okay. Just turn your back for one second. And there. 
But that's not my watch. It's just a bit of paper. Read what it says. We called, but you weren't in. (laughs) I only turned my back for a second. That's all we need. (laughs) The Marlin and Milton double act really took off. We travelled the world with our amazing illusions and feats of endurance. Our world tour really began in Mexico, and we locked ourselves in a tiny confined space for a week. Although, to be fair, this was mainly due to our enchilada-eating contest. (laughs) In London, we were completely enclosed in a steel and glass box for three months. Yes, we're definitely not going to go through Terminal 5 again. (laughs) There was always a tension between us, particularly during our hypnotism act. Now, Milton, when I say the special word, you will fall asleep. Abracadabra. <clears throat> and you will wake up when I go five, four, three, two, one. Well, where am I? And thus we witness my masterful powers of mind control, culled through the dominions of the years from the ancient necromancers of Agathas. <clears throat> Hang on. I didn't say any of the trigger words. I know, I was just bored. <laughs> And in our first show in Las Vegas, we played to a packed house. Ladies and gentlemen, with his tribute to the magic of David Copperfield, Milton Joe. Good evening. Chapter one. Mr. Micawber stood in the drawing room. (laughs) With an air of almost studied vagueness, and an impartial observer might have been said to perceive that all was not well... Wait, wait! I haven't got to the bit where Master Copperfield receives an annuity of ten guineas per annum from his benefactor. (laughs) This would never have happened if Anton had been around. As someone who's been your agent for 20 years, I have to advise you against teaming up with this man. Against teaming up with this man. Against teaming up with this man. And so I had to face the task of talking to the bank myself. For some reason, it always seemed to be more difficult than you'd expect. Thank you for calling First Net Bank. You're through to Christine. How can I be of assistance to you today? Hello, Milton Jones here. I'd like to change my password, please. Certainly. Can I have your pin, please? I'm sorry, I never give out my pin. Not since that incident in the hand grenade shop. (laughs) Right. In which case, can I have your mother's maiden name? Pin. No, your mother's maiden name. Pin was her maiden name. Really? Although she was an author, so Pin was her pen name. Her real name was Pen. That's really confusing. Well, that's why she changed it. To password. (laughs) Penelope password. Or pen for short. But then she found out she was adopted. (laughs) By Claire and Jeremy nine-digit security code. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just don't believe that. I know. Jeremy. (laughs) Look, I'm going to put you through to my supervisor. Well, until then, here's some music. My call is important to you. I'm sorry. I am currently number one in the queue. A supervisor will be with me shortly. Hello, Mr. Jones. Peter Barrington here. Can I have your pin, please? Don't ask him that. Peter Barrington, eh? And how do I know that? Before we proceed, I'd like to ask you some questions. What? I told you. What song did the Steve Miller Band have a hit with in June 1972? Oh, well, uh, I don't see why I am going to have to hurry you, or I'm going to take my account somewhere else. No, 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 no wait, I, I do know this. Abracadabra. <laughs> Hello? Hello? He's fallen asleep. Right, Mr Jones, I'm going to put down the phone. 
in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Milton Jones here. I'd like to change my password, please. <laughs> but no matter how much money we earned, Marlon always wanted more. There was something sinister about the way he kept rehearsing our hypnotism routine, often in the street, normally near a bank. Every morning I'd wake up having slept well, but with no memory of the day before, and I was surrounded by piles of money and slightly deafened by a ringing in my ears as if from some sort of an alarm. <laughs> in one day, on tour in America, we had a surprise visit from Hermione. I took her out to dinner. Milton, I'm worried you're working too hard. You can't seem to stop doing magic. That's not true. Wine? Oh, yes, please. Look, I'm pouring it into a folded newspaper. And... <laughs> hey, presto, I'm pouring it out as milk. Milton, I don't want to make a fuss, but I do feel a bit neglected. Really? Well, can't you tell? I'm not a mind reader. Yes, you are. Oh, you're right, I am. <laughs> Look, I've not come here alone. There's someone else who's come to see you. Grandma. No. Milton, it's me. Grandma, your voice, your face, it's so Anton-like. Milton, it's me. Well, is it, though? I'm going to have to ask you some security questions. <laughs> with what record did the Steve Miller Band have a top ten hit with in 1972? I've got a message for you. No, sorry, that was the Bee Gees. <laughs> Milton, Anton's come back for you. Magic's always been my first love. In fact, when I was younger, I was a magician myself. Really? Why don't you still do magic? Well... <laughs> I was working in the Russian state circus as a contortionist The KGB blackmailed me into spying on some friends I had to hide behind a radiator and Well, I was put in a very difficult position <laughs> All right, so why are you here? I'm worried about your relationship with Marlon You're very suggestible I am, aren't I? What should I do about it? Can you suggest something? That's just it. I think Marlon is using you to commit crime. And that deep down, you know it. Milton, you've just got to let your feelings out. This is the police. Open up. Right, well, I suppose deep inside I was never really sure. <laughs> my parents loved me, although, to be fair, they never smacked me as such. No, no, no. Open up the door. Oh, they're here for you, Milton. You know when Marlon tells you to go into a bank round about closing time? You know when you're feeling sleepy? <laughs> oh, Milton, not now. Milton, wake up! You're Milton Jones, escapologist. I'm arresting you. Put the cuffs on him. And again. And again. It's not working, Sarge. Put that chain on him. Now put on this padlock. Now put him in the back of the truck. Wait, the truck! It's gone! Sarge. I know, I know. Don't say anything. Because of my arrest, I was thrown out of the magic circle. Then I was thrown out of the arctic circle, so I joined the vicious circle. But apparently in order to join that, you have to be a member of the magic circle. I had hit rock bottom. That night in my lodging, starving and penniless, I looked my last remaining rabbit in the eye. I looked at him, he looked at me, and at that moment, an understanding passed between us. Later that night, the rabbit and I shared a delicious homemade top hat pie. <laughs> the only person who stood by me was Hermione. One night, we decided to try our luck in the famous Parisian theatre of magic, the Moulin Blanc. 
It was there I would premiere my famous tearing a ten-pound note trick. Right, I'd like to ask somebody in the audience to give me a ten-pound note. Milton, I think they only have euros. Uh, very well. I'd like to ask someone in the audience to give me um, 14 euros and 36 cents. <laughs> and now I shall tear these coins in half. Uh, just, just nearly... Uh, this may take a while. Milton, I, I think they're getting a bit hacked off with this trick. Don't worry, I've got another one here. I premiered in Vegas. Ahem. Chapter 3. Lorks of mercy, cried Mrs. Peggotty. <laughs> she rounded the balustrade. Fortunately, Hermione pulled me into a cupboard for safety. Don't worry, Milton. We'll be safe in this magic cupboard. Well done, Hermione. Right, time to escape. Where's the trapdoor? Trapdoor? Oh, no, I nailed that down. <laughs> you don't need that. You're a magician after all. Yep. Luckily for us, I managed to prise open the trapdoor with my magic crowbar. And we plunged into the sewers beneath. For hours we wandered through the tunnels and eventually emerged from a pipe somewhere near central London. Milton, what are you doing here? <laughs> Anton, I need your help. I'm desperate. Well, I think that one's free. <laughs> no, I've lost all my props and I'm broke. If I'm going to be famous magician again, I need money. Look, Milton, my bank's just near here. I'm sure they'll give you a loan. Anton, my credit rating is so bad I was turned down by Ocean Finance. <laughs> Every day after it happened, I used to go down to their office and complain. But now I'm consolidating all my anger into one great big monthly outburst. <laughs> to the bank! Well, I need to think of a new pin. Best not. <laughs> now, I've made an appointment for us with the manager. You talk to him, I'll wait outside. Hello, I'm Peter Barrington, the manager. How can I be sure you are who you say you are? Oh, no, it's you again, isn't it? I need to ask you some security questions first. Oh, look, we'll, we'll just set you up with a new account. Why don't we simply use your grandmother's name? Well, it's a bit complicated. It was double-barrelled. I think we can cope with that. No, that was her name, Margaret Double-barrelled. <laughs> and then she married Sir Philip Shotgun. Of course she did, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the bank's being robbed. Oh, thank goodness for that. He looks pretty dangerous. I'll take my chances. Right, nobody move! There's something familiar about our robber. Milton, any ideas? Grandma? <laughs> I'm warning you, I'm holding a double-barreled shotgun. He's got Grandma! Shut up! <laughs> Hands where I can see them, and no tricks. Sorry. <laughs> I said no tricks. Milton is a professional magician. As well you know, Marlon Zane. Yes, you're right. And you betrayed me. And I'll see you all burn in hell, you dirty scumbags. Grandma! <laughs> no, Milton, it, it really is Zane. Yeah. And you better do what I say, or you'll never see this woman again. Take a look at this. You've lost it this time, Marlon. That's not a woman, that's a phone. Listen. Milton, don't do what he says. I love you. I just refuse to believe that that's Grandma. Milton, come on. That is obviously your girlfriend, Hermione. He's taken me to a secret island where... That's enough. You wouldn't want anything to happen to her, would you? Well, that all depends. I mean, I'd quite like it if she was found. Or, or, or let go, or given some sort of honorary title. Milton, you and I were a team. We used to rob banks together. I call on you as a fellow creator of illusion. Look deep into your mind. Look deep... And open up. Righty home. Milton, I think he meant open up your heart, not the vault. <laughs> but thanks anyway. 
Now, look at all this money. But if I slam the door... He's trapped. Brilliant. Um, just one thing. Yes? Wasn't escaping from a locked bank vault his signature trick? <laughs> yes. That you taught him? Maybe. He's vanished. There's just this note. Milton, fellow magician, I set you this riddle as a challenge. Meet me where an old lady darns her socks. It must be a code. Darns her socks? Old lady? I've got it. Milton, please don't say Grandma again. <laughs> ah. Grab that taxi. Where to, Governor? Of course. Governor. The Governor of the Bank of England. The old lady of Threadneedle Street. Where an old lady darns her socks. Marlon is going to strike at the very heart of the British establishment. Claire's accessories? No. <laughs> The Bank of England. Do they sell scrunchies too? We must contact the Governor of the Bank of England as soon as possible. He'll grasp the gravity of the situation immediately. He'll have a mind like a razor. Yes, well, it was 1949. That was the year we should have doubled the reserve, but we didn't, you know. Sir Marmaduke. What? How did you all get past the security? It was on the latch. Oh, fair enough. Sir Marmaduke, I know this is probably a bad time. Things are rather hectic on the global markets and so on. Oh, I'll say. I've got these two sacks of ten-pound notes to sign before tea time. Do you really have to sign them all by hand? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We still stick to traditional banking ways here. Cup of tea, Sir Marmaduke. Thank you, Veronica. Excellent. She'll be with us in three to four working days. Sir Marmaduke! <laughs> this can't wait for tea. Marlon Zane is going to hold up the Bank of England and steal the gold reserves. Impossible. If it was a funny business, I'd hear about it. Shall we take a look? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lift in my office. Go straight down to the vault. Get in. Bit slow, isn't it? Yeah. How long will it take to get down there? Ooh, ooh. three to four working days. <laughs> Can it go any faster? Oh, yeah, of course. Just press that button there. What, this one? <laughs> A few seconds later, we were at the door of the vaults. And there's the gold reserve. Goodness, I didn't realise it would be in the shape of a huge gold one-pound coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the pound they're always going on about? That's it. <laughs> yeah, hang on! There appears to be someone sawing around it in a big circle. No, I don't like this. It's gone! The city would be in turmoil! The pound's fallen through the floor! I... <laughs> Believe it, we're too late. Milton, you must get it back as soon as possible. Will do. How long will it take? Three to four working days. Very good. <laughs> we tracked the gold back to an island off the coast of Devon. There it is, Milton. The mysterious island Hermione mentioned. Lundy. I don't like it. Tell me why. I don't like Lundy. Tell me why. I don't like Lundy, because Zane will have turned it into a fortress of magic. You need to think to yourself, if, if I had an island, how would I defend it against intruders? Ah, I know. Without using made-up crossbred animals. Then I don't know. <laughs> While Anton packed the kit, it was my task to arrange the transport to the island. So, Milton, where's the dinghy? There it is. Listen. 
going ding. <laughs> Dinghy is a boat. Ah. What we need is something unobtrusive, like a small fishing smack. I can do that. No, 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 no. I, I think I'll do the honours there. <laughs> it was vital we remain undetected. So I made Anton swim up through the sewers and emerge through a manhole cover at the front door. Milton, was it strictly necessary that I swam up through the sewers? Probably not. Now, into the house through the air conditioning pipes. Why? To help get rid of the smell. <laughs> we crawled through the ducting and then lowered ourselves into what looked like an observation room. Ah, here we are. Yes, look. Here's a CCTV camera flickering between all the security cameras in the house. All we have to do is watch and see where Hermione's being held. There are two people in the kitchen. Now there are some other people standing around a bar. Now they're walking around some kind of square. Milton, this is uh, television, and you're watching EastEnders. <laughs> Milton, save me! Hermione, look! Uh, she's in that huge room encased in a block of ice suspended under some kind of gold metal disc. That's the pound! Hermione, we're coming! No, Milton, be careful. I think the hallway is crisscrossed with, the, with um, lasers. And look, up there on the wall, it's a movement-sensitive alarm. Ah, they had one of those when I worked behind the counter in the post office. What kind of noise did it make? Don't know, it never went off. <laughs> yes, Jones, you may have found my secret island. You may have spotted the motion detectors, but you won't make it through my final defences. I have gunpowder, gelatine... Dynamite! ...with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your minds. Any time. Milton, through this door, if we just knew the passcode. Let me try my other grandparents' name. We're through. There we are. Thank you, Toby and Jennifer Factory Preset. Milton, you came for me. Very clever, Jones. You got this far. But with you out of the way, the whole world will know that I am the greatest magician who has ever lived. Oh, he's got a gun. Hmm, rather prosaic, but effective, I suppose. Milton! Don't worry, Hermione. You probably didn't realise it, but I'm an expert at catching bullets in my shoulder. <laughs> See as I stand here in my silver cape and black skin-tight leather jumpsuit. Soon the whole world will know who I am. Grandma! <laughs> and now every screen in the world will see my greatest trick, making the 5,000-ton solid gold coin disappear. I place the sheet over the coin and... It's gone. I am the greatest magician in the world. That is rather impressive. I'll say. But I can make it reappear from behind your ear. Say what? Golly, it's landed right on top of him. Jones, my powers are waning. Looks like someone's been hit by the falling pound. <laughs> I did think about making a humorous remark about the credit crunch, but I, I felt falling, falling pound was, was stronger. <laughs> <laughs> But how did you do it, Milton? Easy. I simply had another 5,000-ton solid gold coin made up for this very purpose. But how... Uh, never mind. Help me! Very well, Zane. We'll need some winching equipment to move the money. I can arrange that with the bank. Yep, but I'm afraid it'll take about three to four working days. <laughs> That was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill, Dan Tetzel and Ingrid Oliver. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. And listen again next time when you can catch another case of Milton Jones. <laughs>